Hello, and welcome to Fresh Blood, a podcast about killing it in the age of ageism, where we prove that new blood does not necessarily equal young blood. Here to discuss what it takes to have continued success through life, I'll be your host, Jolie Downs. With over 20 years of executive recruiting experience, I've learned how much we can grow and be inspired by other people's stories. I'm excited to share that with you here on Fresh Blood. Welcome. This is a bonus episode of Fresh Blood. As a partner with Paradigm Staffing and recruiting for over 20 years now, I have prepared countless people for their interviews. I'll be sharing my ultimate interview tips to help you on your journey to finding that right next position. What I've seen time and time again is that it is not the most qualified person who gets the job. It is the person who interviews the best. Strong interview skills are imperative to landing that right job. I I suggest to people that listening to these tips as a reminder before every interview can make all the difference. I find that it's the little things that we're not giving awareness to that trip us up in the end. And in candidates that I've worked with through the years who have either listened to my prep or read through it have done infinitely better in the interview process. Now, if you're having an in-person interview, arrive early, arrive five to 10 minutes early, but no more than 10. Hiring managers are taking special note of when you arrive and getting there early sends a message of strong interest and professionalism. This day and age, there are a lot of video calls, especially during this pandemic. So if you are having a video meeting, enter the link a few minutes early and just be ready and waiting for the hiring manager to arrive. Keep in mind that chemistry is everything. You would not be interviewing if you weren't at least somewhat qualified for the job. And again, It is not the most qualified person that gets the job. It is the person who is the best interviewer, the person who shows the most enthusiasm about the opportunity and has that best click. This is even more important during this downturn. Hiring managers have experienced an endless string of candidates who want a job, any job. And and a company wants to find someone who is excited about their opportunity and their company. You must be able to articulate why it is that you find their position interesting and their company interesting. It's also important that you make a strong first impression. Really, within the first two minutes you walk in the door, the hiring manager is making a snap decision on whether or not they want to hire you. And they spend the rest of that interview justifying that decision. There are simple things that you can do to create the best first impression. And you may think that Some of these things should go without saying, but people make these simple mistakes every day. First, you want to dress to impress. Okay, find out the preferred style of the office and dress on the high end of that range. Suits are no longer a must for most industries, but remember that sloppy is never in style. Also, you want to avoid strong colognes or perfumes. 
you don't want a, a smell to be the thing that turns the hiring manager off for you. Do turn off your cell phone, no rings, dings, no distractions of any kind. And when the hiring manager walks in, stand up, greet them with a smile. And if this is post-COVID, give them a firm handshake. If this is still in times of COVID, then perhaps a slight tie greeting or a wave or a nod of the head will suffice if in person. If this is a video call, then make sure your screen is set up at a flattering angle with good lighting where they'll be able to see you clearly. You also want to make direct eye contact while talking, smile often during your meeting, and keep your head up and your shoulders back. If this is a video call, look at your camera when talking. It will make the hiring manager feel as if you're looking right at them. Smiling during your meeting is important on two different levels. First, smiling will trick your brain into feeling more positive and therefore more confident, which will only help you in the interview. It is also proven that smiling makes people perceive you as smarter. Also a great thing for an interview. So smile and then Try to avoid those nervous gestures. Everybody has one. Some people click a pen, fidget with their hair. Maybe they fidget in their chair or jingle their knee. You want to convey confidence, self-assurance, and professionalism. Even if you don't feel confident, fake it. Honestly, fake it until you make it has a lot of truth. And research shows that even if you feel insecure, if you act like you are confident, you will trick your brain into believing it and you will perform better. Keep in mind as well that many hiring managers are very friendly and and they're very easy to speak with. And this is important because you do want to make that connection and have that camaraderie, but you do want to be careful that you don't become overly familiar with the employer. You do not want to share information or stories that are not appropriate for the interview process. Just do not share any information that doesn't justify your cause. Another very important part of this interview process is your accomplishments. Honestly, your accomplishments are key to this interview process, to your success. You must have at least five accomplishments that you can discuss in this process. Remember that the hiring manager is worried about making a hiring mistake. So it is your job to reduce their risk. Give them information that provides that assurance that you can do the job, that you are a fit for the role, and you are a fit for the company culture. And you're able to do this by giving your accomplishment stories, where you're telling about situations where you applied your skill set that is required for this job. You want to format these accomplishments in three parts. The first, This is the problem I was trying to solve or the goal I was trying to reach. Secondly, this is specifically what I did to solve that problem or reach that goal. And remember, they are not interviewing the we on your team 
or your project. They want to know what you did specifically. And third, and this is what most people have difficulty with, if quantify your results. If you can say how what you did directly benefited your client or your company or your team, think about an increase in sales or an increase in exposure, under budget, ahead of schedule, award-winning. In, in any way, if you can quantify your results, you will set yourself apart from the majority. Before interviewing, you do want to research, do as much research on the company as possible. Do they have a company blog? Can you find articles written about the company or, or by company employees? absolutely read through the company website. Hiring managers are are turned off by questions from candidates that could have been found easily on their website. Do not make the simple mistake. You do want to be prepared for the standard questions and think about them before you go into the interview. You will be asked to tell, tell me about yourself. And, and remember, they want to know about your professional history not where you were born or where you went to high school. And and yes, many, many people will start their answer from birth. When you are asked about your long-term or short-term goals or what it is that you're looking for in your next opportunity, you do want to be specific about what it is that you want. And you want to make sure that it is in line with the opportunity you are interviewing for. You want the company to be able to see you working in the organization five years down the line. I can't tell you how many people will go into an interview and when asked where they see themselves in five years, they'll say something along the lines of, well, I see myself running my own company. Well, often in the hiring manager's mind, they just think next. Always ask good questions. This is really important. Asking smart questions shows your interest and your intellect. Hiring managers are turned off if a candidate asks zero questions. Make sure you think about the questions that are important to you so that you know whether or not this position is right for you. Ask questions about the company. Whatever might be important to you to know about, it could be about their business model, uh, about their previous growth, their future growth, their strategic initiatives, the advantages over their competitors, their challenges in growing their business, or the philosophy on training, and, and so much more. Definitely ask good questions about the position. These are the most important as the answers that are given to you are the exact answers of what they are looking for. This is your opportunity to make those correlations between their answers and your own experience. Be sure to ask questions so you can find out what the problem is that they are trying to solve by making this higher. Ask them about what are your current projects? What are your future projects? What would you expect me to accomplish in the first six months or in the first year? What are the most difficult aspects of the position? What attributes do the most successful people in this role have? 
most likely you have had experience with what they are trying to do. And then you can highlight your specific accomplishments that will be of the most interest to the hiring team. You consistently reiterate how you are the right one for the job. And then ask questions about the hiring manager's background. Find out how long they've been with the company, why they chose to work there, and why do they stay? This will give you an idea of what they like about their job and the culture within the company, which I'm sure is important to you. I just ask that you avoid the what can you do for me type of questions. They really can rub people the wrong way. And be careful not to interrogate with your questions. You want to keep a nice, steady flow of conversation. Make sure it's a a 50-50 conversation. You don't want to be doing all of the talking. And on the other hand, you don't want to be doing so little that the hiring manager feels like they're pulling information out of you. A very common mistake that happens so often Be sure to make your answers clear, concise, and to the point. Many people are not hired because they're asked a question and then they will talk for 10 minutes and never answer the question. This happens, I believe, because so often we're thinking about what we want to say next rather than really listening to what the hiring manager is actually saying. So pay attention. Listen. Be sure that you understand what is asked before answering. Another big thing to remember, do, do not interrupt. And and I will admit, oh, this is my kryptonite. I, I am a terrible interrupter when I get really excited about something. I have to remind myself before every meeting, do not interrupt. We all have our little faults, but what's important is that we bring awareness to them and then we continually grow from our experience. Remember, and this is another important one, negative comments leave negative impressions. Do not make any disparaging remarks about your previous employer, previous manager, or coworker. This will not go over well. They will just assume that you're going to do the same to them. You can be honest about why you left a position. Just be diplomatic about it. Another key thing to remember is the compensating asset. Okay, so if a hiring manager asks you about a specific experience that you may not possess, you should always be honest. Let them know that you don't have that particular experience, but immediately follow it up with an example of a time when you had no experience with something, but went on to master it. You're going to use this as another opportunity to share an accomplishment. What this does is it leaves the hiring manager with a positive thought rather than a negative one. And it also shows the hiring manager that you are a quick learner and you are adaptable as opposed to you just telling them that you are. As you near the end of the interview, keep in mind, you want to have a strong close. It's, it's, it's very important that you let the people you're interviewing with know that you are interested. 
one of the biggest reasons people are passed on in interviews, and and I hear this so often from hiring managers, they tell me there was no interest, there was no enthusiasm, no fire in the belly. They were flat. And and this would be after I spoke with a candidate who was telling me how excited they were about the opportunity. Uh, I would always wonder where where is this disconnect happening? So at the end of the interview with each person, reiterate your interest and tell them why you think you are a good fit. If it, and then ask them what the next step is. Where do we go from here? And then once it's all said and done, you're home, send a thank you note. I can't tell you how important this is. Send that note immediately to each person that you speak with. This can be sent via email. It can be short. It can be sweet and to the point. Again, reiterate your interest. Let them know you are looking forward to hearing from them and be sure to make each thank you email just a little different when you send to multiple people in one company as it is likely that they will compare. I have had many candidates that clients wanted to hire that they really loved, but who did not send a thank you note and therefore they did not receive an offer. Do not underestimate the importance of a thank you note. Wrapping up, I'd like to leave you with a Final piece of atypical interview advice, something that I suggest to people before going into your interview, give yourself a few minutes to spend time visualizing your success. Studies have proven that it is highly effective to visualize yourself doing well at whatever your goal is. It activates the neurons in your brain as actually doing that thing in real life. So you will have much more confidence and will perform better when you are actually doing that thing in real life. Top performers in every category employ this practice. So give yourself a boost before your next interview and spend a few minutes visualizing your interview being a huge success and then go out and make it happen in real life. I am wishing you the greatest success in your next interview. Until next time. Thank you for spending time with us on Fresh Blood. If you love this episode, please consider subscribing, rating, or giving us a review. I'm looking forward to connecting with you again on the next episode.